This Christmas, Walmart is stocking its shelves with the newest toys from the top brands, straight from the North Pole. Oh, yeah? What about Pomsy Poos? Yep, we've got those. Well, do you have the Fortnite Early Game Survival Kit? Those are super new. Definitely. Well, what about LOL Surprise Color Change Lip Gloss? That's, like, ridiculously new. Got it in five colors. Mom, can we go to Walmart? Shop all of the brand newest, cuddliest, pew-pewiest, surprisiest toys this holiday at Walmart, America's best toy shop. I am Corey Murray. I am Charlie Penn. I'm Yolanda Sanguini. And we are Yes Yes Girl! Who's on the show this week? I missed it, but I heard it was lit. It was Erica Campbell. And Yolanda, when she walked in, I felt like we were really being greeted by old friends. Yeah! She's just so, she's so familiar, like... Okay, she may not like that, but it just felt like we were friends. Like, like we friend. been, yeah. yeah, like she really was like, oh, hey, girl. Like, yeah. it really felt like she's warm, warm. and genuine. She came with her hubby, Warren. I Aww, mean, I felt so like cute. we were, we had invited her over for like lunch. Yeah. What y'all and talk it was about? right after um, Alvin Ailey that night. She just like performed at, I think, the gala. Yes. Um, for the 60th anniversary. 60th anniversary. And that morning, she had just interviewed Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. I'm she just spoke to her what? for the second time. So they're friends. Because they're besties. <gasps> Um, She's besties with mom. I know. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. We're not. No. no. But we're gonna get yeah. there. We we'll are. claim yeah. that in the name of yeah. Jesus in 2019. Yes. <laughs> I'm claim, I'm, we can claim um, what we want. But so she was. Imp- she was inspirational. She was. Amazing. She, yeah. was. she really, really. We was. talked about family, but I think for me, Corey, what really stood out was her talking about her daughter, and her daughter is a dark-skinned, beautiful young lady, and how she had to walk her through and just constantly affirm her beauty because you know growing up dark skin uh when your mom's lighter it can be a thing that mm-hmm. was my experience um and it was just beautiful how erica and her family her squad are really helping her daughter love herself yeah she i mean she's gonna you're gonna hear it on the podcast but she talked about how even different celebrities sent her daughter these inspirational videos to just affirm her which i thought was really really beautiful yeah that's mm-hmm. so sweet I, had, I never thought about that mm-hmm. yeah like it but you're thing. it's a thing mm-hmm what? Yeah, they call me. You know what they say when you're younger? They'd be like, oh, uh, my father used to say this. <laughs> Yo, Africans, excuse me. <laughs> what happened? Like, oh, you know, uh, this baby is so dark. Ah, chocolate beauty. And I'm like, don't, what? Say, the, don't say the chocolate. Girl, everyone goes through it and you're dark. It's not. I'm like, don't say the chocolate beauty part. Yeah. I get the opposite. <laughs> my, uh, and I love her, but uh, my big mama will say to me, um, you know, Jillian's a good color now. She's a good color. And I'm like, stop. I have to just yeah. just yeah. be disrespectful with her for a second. Hold I mean, on. within reason and tell her, yeah. stop, yeah. People don't even realize they're doing it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's generations of like, so I'm very careful around little girls. My language and just really affirming beauty, but also smart, mm-hmm. you know, smart. You got to keep reinforcing that part. And we don't need to say dark skin, brown yeah. skin, no, chocolate. just say beautiful. Yeah. No, just, just beautiful. beautiful. That's it. It's so interesting, though, Yolanda, that you say that because when I was visiting South Africa this year, we were learning, we learned about Kosa, right? Yeah. And one of the women who was like taking us through Langa, which is like the local township outside of Cape Town, um, Cape Town she was telling stories about like Kosa women, and I know I'm not clicking with the k- k- l- l- Kosa. Thank you. Yeah, 
because I can't do that. Um, and she was talking about how like men don't want that, like men, women don't want their men around a Kosa woman because she's they're more beautiful and they're more light skinned and all this. And like she was like telling this whole thing, and it was it was um, there was colorism yeah. oozing from it. And I yeah. was so confused. I'm like, what? But it sounded like she was basically trying to say like the Kosa women are more beautiful because they are lighter skinned than other people from other places in you know what I mean in, in the continent. And I was just like. Girl, I'm rolling my eyes. You know, is that not is that like? It, but it seemed like she was focused on complexion. Well, I mean, there's light, light skin, dark skin in every culture. It's not right. one culture. All the people are light skinned And you're telling a group of journalists. Yeah. You're telling a group of journalists. I was looking at her like sister. By the way, sorry to sidebar. We have an amazing fan in South Africa, Lilo. Oh yes, who's super famous? Hey Lilo, and she loves our podcast. She's always on Twitter She's showing always, us love. I love, love, love her. Like just love of yes, girl. She listens every week, y'all. Yay! What's her Twitter handle? Let's find it. Speak I think it's Miss Lilo B. Ooh. Oh, I've seen her. Yeah, I've seen her because I was yes. going to say she has a blue check. Yes, yes, she yes. does have a blue check. And I, I had to be real. A I whole like, bunch of followers. Yes. She's verified, and she loves us, and we love you back, babe. We see you. We see you. So talk to us. Have you experienced colorism or are coaching a young person in your life through it? Let us know. Use the hashtag YesGirlPodcast on any social platform. Let's get into this conversation with Erica Campbell. We are here with a five-time Grammy Award winner. Yes. Eight-time Stellar Award winner. You have seven albums with Mary Mary. Two as a solo artist, and one of them was named Best Gospel Album of the Year. Yes. Okay? Then you have your syndicated radio show right now, and we're going to get to your epic talk with Michelle Obama. (laughs) Wow. 40 Markets, Reality TV, and that's just your work. You're an entrepreneur, mom, wife, artist. Ladies and gentlemen, Erica Campbell. Hello. Hallelujah. That sounds like I'm really somebody. You are somebody. You are somebody. Sounds like a big deal. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I always feel just like Erica, just Erica from Inglewood. Yeah. So and you just keep honor. adding accolades. Like you stay working. I do. When do you rest? I, I get rest yeah. periodically from yeah. time to time. <laughs> periodically. Periodically. What is rest? Rest is phone down in my bed with my kids laughing and asking them about how they're doing in their day yeah rest yeah. is sitting in my backyard with the feet in the pool just being appreciative that the dreams actually came to pass yeah yeah is that's, it that's hard rest. for you to rest it is okay it is my yeah. brain never turns up i'm always thinking of something to do yeah something for me something for kids something for my church something for women you know, something for mamas, you know, something to appreciate men. I'm just always thinking, I'm like, okay, Lord, can we turn this off? But I remember a time when I was only doing one thing yeah. mm-hmm. and people would say, what are you doing? And I'll say, oh, well, whatever door God opens, I'll walk through it. Cause I didn't have nothing else to say. I was just doing one thing. And then he started opening the doors and I was like, I will not be overwhelmed by this when I asked for it. Yeah. So you're going to give me the ability to keep my peace and enjoy it and have fun, you know, mm-hmm. all at the same time. You know, I was t- uh, telling Yolanda, I got to hear, I uh, went to the Michelle Obama tour in yeah. D.C. Mm-hmm. And she talked about the blessing that she has to do work that she's passionate about. Yes. And how, you know, as us, you know, many years ago, the only, a lot of the opportunities we had, we were domestic. Like, you know, we had challenges. So what does that mean yeah. to you to do things that you're passionate about now? 
You know, I believe there's a, a statistics that says there are only 3% of people in the world that really enjoy their work. Wow. Mm -hmm. So everybody is just doing work that they have to do, not that they want to do. Mm -hmm. So anytime you're doing something that you actually are passionate about, it makes um, the bumps and bruises and the trials of that work a little bit easier because you actually, it's for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fulfilling, it's, it's purpose, it's destiny. And so it becomes a little more worth it so i would suggest to people to always find something in what you do that you are really passionate about it cannot just be about the money i literally said that mm. on my radio show today it mm. is it just for payment or is it for purpose if it's for mm. purpose it's much more fulfilling mm -hmm. and you know in the last few months you've given us two amazing things you have a new single with your husband yes. all of my life yes and then also you've started get up with yes mornings with erica campbell yes yes tell us more about that i've always loved radio i always thought i would do it with tina because our interviews were so fun and we would never leave an interview without somebody going oh you guys should do this so mm -hmm. i started saying oh tina we should do this mm -hmm. so we did demos and we did all these meetings and tina would be like ah, a little later ah, mm -hmm. a little later and so um when the opportunity came around again i was like tina i think i'm just gonna go on and do this she was like girl go ahead mm -hmm. and um i jumped in with both feet and um, was blessed by Miss Kathy Hughes, who asked me to do it. And so it's been a blessing because not only do I get to talk to people, but for like my gospel artist friends that sometimes the interview is a little too short mm -hmm. and, you know, they only ask one thing. I know them for real. Yeah. So it allows us to talk and people get to hear their heart and not just about their music. And I always think that's great for your fan base, for them to know who you are and kind of why you do what you do. Mm -hmm. Can you walk yeah. us through this day? Because, I mean, it's a morning show, so mm -hmm. what is your... Ooh. 6 a.m. Well, when I'm home in L.A., it's 3 a.m. So Ooh. at home, I get up at 2.35 sometimes. Um, I go live at 3 a.m. Do you do it at home? At home sometimes. Oh, thank God. Um, mm -hmm. And I do the show at about 6.30, I tip upstairs to make sure my kids are up. I finish the show. Sometimes they come down. My last hour has included my son or my daughters um, at any point in time. Sometimes I'll take them to school or I'll get a nap because I do have help. You know, the mm -hmm. nanny will take them or my husband will take them. Um, usually after there's a, a debriefing with Misty, my assistant, who's there, and we go over you know what's coming up and planning and scheduling and it's not just my schedule it is Warren's schedule it's the kids schedule what appointments it's all of that get a little nap and because I'm a kind of a nutball mom mm -hmm. then I want to clean out a closet oh. or <laughs> pack up clothes or do like I could get but by more now sleep. it's like 7 a.m no by now by now it's like 10 7 is taking them to school oh. some are coming back misty will stick around Got and we'll it. go through stuff so like 9 10 11 and I'm like, I should in my mind I'm going I should be asleep I should be asleep oh wait I wanted to clean out the pantry let me pull this okay I'm just gonna sweep this out real quick <sighs> I don't like this shelf in the refrigerator. Let me go wipe this out. This looks nasty. You're a fraud. I tell myself I'm a fraud. You like when people are like, oh my God, your goals and da, da da da. And I know that I haven't spent time with my husband. I go, Erica, you're such a fraud. Go on a date. Okay, put the wig on and look cute for your husband. You know, all of that. And then I want to pick up the kids from school because yeah, I know such sometimes a luxury I'm a, for so working moms. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. And they're so happy they're when happy I do when it. When you do it, Jillian. Yeah. Every day oh she said, God. "Are you picking, picking me up at two yeah. yeah. I'm like aftercare is till six, and I'll be there at five fifty-seven. Me, it'd be like six fifty-seven. Gosh, yeah. And my kids are crazy. They want to stay in the after-school program. I'm like, you can come home. Yeah. Then yeah. it's that, and then you know, 
I, I will sometimes order dinner, but sometimes I'll cook dinner. Okay. Because, you know, I'm like, they've been eating everybody else's food. I'm yeah. gone. I want them to eat what I cook. I don't know why that makes me feel great right. joy. I'm guilty of that too. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I want them to eat my food. Yeah. You know? yeah. Somebody else could wash their clothes. I'm fine with that part. But, <laughs> but what do they taste? Uh, in my culture, we call it like a mother's taste. Like, you. Mm, should yeah. know what your mother's food yes. tastes like. Yes. Develops a palate for it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think when the nannies or my help, you know, tries to cook what I cook, they never like it. Like they don't like anybody's oatmeal, just mine. Nice. So you she know makes what? me feel really you did good it. inside. I had to learn the hard way. I wasn't making oatmeal right because my mother was making it for Jillian. And I was trying to be like new mom, like <laughs> there's no there's no butter. Oh um, no. Where, <laughs> Oat milk. Oat milk. Oat you know, um, we're going to season it with blueberries, you know, guave, syrup. My, Jillian went down to say it was straight butter, white sugar, Ooh. Whole, whole milk. I love it. I love and it. Jillian, my mom was like, Jillian ate the whole thing. I said, she ate all your oatmeal? <laughs> I probably asked for more. Yeah. Yourself. Oh, God. And then they had the nerd to serve it to her on a, on a platter. Like a, oh, so, oh, my mother-in-law yeah. does that yeah. my mother-in-law feeds my kids like they are kings and queens <laughs> they can all ask for different things individually she will make it all yeah. my six-year-old still sits in a high chair because she feels like a princess i said zaya your feet are almost touching the ground honey well nana lets me sit here you know I love but it. it's wonderful to know that i'm not the only one loving on them i yeah. really mm-hmm. do have a village yeah. and a community that helps me get all this stuff done there is no way i could do this all by myself I love it. I'm super blessed. Well, speaking of villages and women, yes. and I just want to know about Michelle Obama. Oh, because you, you interviewed her, and oh, it was the I second did. time. Second, so second yes. time. Tell me about the. Well, tell us about the first time, and then tell us about the second time. The first time she was campaigning for Hillary. And um, so she had come on just to talk about the importance of voting and your voice and making a difference. And when you don't like what's going on, get in the conversation. And it was a little more brief and kind of direct. Um, And then this time I had done her... um, What's the name of the campaign? When we all vote campaign. Uh, yes. I was with her in Miami and she was warm and hi, how are you doing? And how's the family? I'm going, you know me, my family. <laughs> she hugged me and just she was just so girlfriend like, mm-hmm. so auntie like. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we reached out um again with the book no actually they reached out to us which was I amazing it. i love it and she didn't it. do a lot of radio Corey's mad look, i'm look. so mad i'm not looking at Corey right now radio. i was overjoyed and they told us okay we only have 10 minutes that's all we can do is 10 minutes wow, that's a lot of time from that, michelle yeah. obama she talked for 20 minutes of y'all. course she did we did 20 minutes and she she like gave these nice, warm, robust answers. It wasn't very cookie cutter. You know, sometimes when people are on book tours or music mm-hmm. or movie, they have cookie cutter things that they say. You can mm-hmm. talk all the points together. It's mm-hmm. It was just so warm and real mm-hmm. and funny But I think that fun. speaks to your vibe and who you are that she finally felt like I have a connection here and I'm going to keep talking with Erica. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done a lot of interviews and there are some that you do and you feel like, oh God, if you ask me, why did I call myself Mary Mary one more time after 19 years, I'm going to pass out. You know what I mean? A woman who's been doing so much, if you ask her, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. She's like, what? Yeah. You, did you ask the man that you mm-hmm. interviewed before me? Did you ask mm-hmm. him that? They never ask men that. Mm-hmm. They only ask women. Like, mm-hmm. how did you do it? Hey, how do you balance? Yeah. yeah, girl. When you talk to Bishop Jakes, it was church and books and movies and all. You don't ask him that, do you? Mm-hmm. Well, why ask me? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. ask me my how. Yeah, you know what I mean. What What are you? What is your strategy? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I digress. <laughs> Michelle Obama. <laughs> it, it's just, it's just overwhelming. You know, mm-hmm. I remember being at. Um, 
the inauguration. I remember the first time I was just in the crowd. I scurried my way. I didn't have no tickets. Um, I was on the side. They was like, we don't have tickets. Wait, I was you, like, come on. We did go-. you crash the inauguration? I might have a little bit. Okay. I got a new a respect bit. for you right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was a big crowd and they were like, you can't enter this way. I was like, I just, I, I just need to go right here. So I inched right close and I was right where there was Tom Cruise and um, Oprah where you and belong. all these people. I was mm-hmm. right. Come on. Yes. Give me that yes. love. <laughs> and I stood right there. My, my big furry brown jacket and I was so happy to see him sworn in and it was absolutely amazing the next time I had a little more you know you had a ticket I I had a ticket I didn't have to break in they let me in the next time but to go from that to to being able to have an actual conversation with this woman that has impacted the world you know not just America or African Americans but the world Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. her class and grace I mean think of the ridicule that they took on a daily basis daily I mean, calling them a monkey, talking mm-hmm. about her body parts, and still just ever so classy mm-hmm. and professional. Mm-hmm. You want FaceTime with somebody like that. And so I was just honored to be able to talk to her. And the book is actually amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so I, I think I'm on too. page 27. One thing I took away from her talk, and, I, and I'm going to segue this to your relationship with Warren, is that she said it was it was Barack who taught her to we go high when yeah. they go low oh, we, we go, go high, high. Yeah. she had to learn because she said that she wanted to cuss these people out yeah. like she really wanted mm-hmm. to fight essentially but it was oh, him her husband that, mm-hmm. so what mm-hmm. has warren now that he's in the room but pretend he's oh, not here gosh. what has he taught you he's so that for me mm-hmm. he stops me all the time from going off on people mm-hmm. i mean just small things what? I, I, Sorry. listen <laughs> Yeah, and I'm always I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a, a pleasant fighter. So it's always loving and kind. You know what I mean? Oh, don't come for me. Not today. Not today. Okay. Okay, you have four followers. Great, your opinion counts. Get off my page. God and Warner bless. be like, go delete it. And I'll be like, babe, it was nice though. I put God bless at the end. You're like, E, you cannot. You're too many things. He yeah. says elephants don't swat at flies. Mm. Mm. Elephants don't swat at flies. Mm. Let's keep moving forward. Yeah. You know, you have a lot to do. You have value. You have purpose. Yeah. yeah. Don't be distracted by the enemy because I believe that I always fight the enemy, not people. Whoever Mm -hmm. the person is, they're motivated by something that's more Mm -hmm. evil than they think they're being. Mm -hmm. And they don't mean to. Yeah. But they're jealous or upset at the God that's shining in me. So Mm -hmm. I let me attack the enemy by staying very godlike, mm-hmm. by staying positive, by keeping my faith and keeping my peace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now I can tell you when I don't like you or when mm-hmm. I'm not working with you anymore. I love you, but go over there though, mm-hmm. out of my space, please. Mm-hmm. You know that's, what I mean? That's, that's so strength. I've learned to do that, and my husband helps me uh, not go too far. Yes, not tap into the inner Inglewood, Erica, too much because <laughs> I get upset sometimes. But also, seventeen years of marriage. Yes. Um, what has that taught you just beyond just, you know, the person that you're married Mm -hmm. to, but just the the institution of marriage that it requires patience, Mm -hmm. that it requires attention and honesty. Um, I think when you start assuming everything's great, that's when things start to kind of slowly unravel. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say fall apart, but they can unravel. The cool thing about unraveling is you can take that string and put a knot in it and put it back together and Mm -hmm. readjust and Mm -hmm. reconnect Mm -hmm. um, when you love enough to be patient and ask why. It's hard to ask why when you're hurt or frustrated or feel disappointed or ignored or not valued. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you ask why, you get a different answer 
you know, mm -hmm. than what you were looking for. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, you only want to do the tell off. You shouldn't, you shouldn't. Why didn't you, how could, you know, but it's like, how did that, how did we get here? How did yeah. that happen? Mm -hmm. And I think those conversations, and because we're friends, like for real, even mm -hmm. when I'm mad, when something awesome happens, I still want to call him. I remember we were dating and um, I think this is one of our uh, troublesome times and, you know, he wasn't really feeling me. Mm. And, um, but he would still show up in my house. I was like, I thought you was done. I thought you was through. So he wouldn't talk, but he'll come over and he'll talk about the studio. And I'd be like, he love me so much. That's why he keep coming over here. But he wanted to take space, but you keep coming to my house. Okay, I'll see you, whatever. All right. And, you know, you just stay in there. When yeah. it's real love, you, you, it's not easy to just stop loving somebody. You know what mm -hmm, I mean? Mm -hmm. If you can be in love with somebody and you just stop, you, I, in my opinion, you didn't really love them in the first place. Mm -hmm. I look at my mom and dad who married each other three times, married and divorced wow. each other three times. And my mother would say, I got graveyard love. I don't know how to stop loving Eddie. Mm -hmm. She was like, I, I wanted to, I tried to, but I don't, I don't know how to stop loving Eddie. Mm -hmm. Like, and then I thought it was all one-sided until shortly before my father passed and he came over and I was like, dad, why did you keep leaving? Like, what, what, what was it? He said, I kept coming back. He called me plum. He was, I kept coming back plum. I was, and we couldn't get that thing right, but I always wanted to cut. That's where I wanted to be mm. with your mama and with my kids. That's where I wanted to be. Mm. For some reason I couldn't get it right, but I want you to know that's where I wanted to be. So I kept coming back. Oh, Wow, that beautiful. meant everything to me, mm. you know. And sometimes that's how love is. Yeah, they get on your nerves, but you. But I just I want to be. But with I love you. that idea. Like I, I want to be with you. Yeah, and mm. a lot of this plays out on your reality show, where yes. the Campbells. Yes. And I like what you. I I read an interview where you said it's it's something to see your life played back. Yeah, and the lessons you talk about that. I mean, I never yeah. thought about it in that context. Mm. Like you have this stuff, but then there it is because yeah. we don't have that opportunity to mm -hmm. get that time back. Mm -hmm. But you see it. You you hear yourself say stuff, but to watch it and to watch how they respond to what you say, I go, oh, that hurt. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure some of these kids who are, and I guess they're not all kids, but people who are on reality shows, when you watch it back, it has to kind of do something to you. When you see yourself being foul, yeah. and if you have a good heart, you go, dang, I don't want to. That's not what I was trying to do, you know. We were just talking about that yesterday. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. when you're doing interviews and yeah. stuff, and it's like you can't walk that stuff back. back. And it's like, mm -hmm. but you that's the it. clip. Especially when you're it. famous. Yeah. You said it, and mm -hmm. it's out there, mm -hmm. you know. And you could talk about editing, yeah, but you said it. You said yeah. it. I don't know what you said before or after, but you that you did say, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And you have to deal with that stuff. And because you have relationship, when the cameras go off, it allows you to... Yeah get it right i remember mm -hmm. when me and tina were doing the show that was really hard i can imagine because that was the us doing a reality show was the beginning of me being honest about what i didn't like about mary mary mm -hmm. you know what i mean because when your sisters you know oh girl just mm -hmm. keep going you mm -hmm. say stuff mm -hmm. and it hurts you know and she, she called me one time and she was like erica that just didn't feel good mm -hmm. and you said it over and over and i was like my bad i'm yeah. sorry you know mm -hmm. so we had to sit together and watch it you know, so mm -hmm. I can we can talk each other through. Mm. Listen, look at me. This was with this is taped. You know how I feel now, though. Yeah. And somebody's going to learn something. The best story ever was two older ladies we saw, 67 and 65. Mm. They hadn't talked in four years. Wow. 
friends or sisters sisters Mm -hmm. blood sisters they hadn't talked in four years and they watched the episode where we went to therapy and me and tina were saying you know some stuff just don't work for me no more and she said she decided to call her sister and they started watching the show and mended their relationship Mm. just off of watching us be honest hard thing to do but i'm glad it served a purpose in some kind of way now i know some people got real mad and some people don't like me and some people don't like tina child y'all be all right You'll be strong. You'll be strong. You'll make it. What I do love is how honest you and Warren are on the show. There was a part where there was an episode where he talked about married people having sex. And I was like, there's so many boundaries that the two of you push (laughs) from you know the gospel community and maybe people feel like oh we shouldn't be talking about that but you he talked about like um uh you know in a marriage you should be having sex you know it says it in lots see lots of it yeah (laughs) she said but i I, and then there was just you know the time where you talked about you know you contemplated having you know Mm -hmm. committing suicide and then just you've been so honest on Mm -hmm. the show and is that that's just how you live your life it's i i believe in telling my truth i'm never Mm -hmm. embarrassed by my truth i think if i've my mom used to say if you go through it it's not just for you Mm -hmm. you go through to help somebody Mm -hmm. the lessons that we learn we should share and so when i learn lessons about myself i go how can i how can i help somebody and immediately i don't don't always immediately want i mean that thing happened when i was like 12 Mm -hmm. and i i'd never i didn't even remember it it just came, came up, up in that conversation when we were talking about the book and he was saying, you got to be honest and they got to feel like Erica is their friend. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you trust your friend, your friend tell you something. You go, girl, my, my girl told me this. You're talking to a stranger. It's a little bit different. So you open your heart a little bit and they have compassion for you and they pray for you, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how I feel with my supporters, my, my base, my people who rock with me. I feel like they've seen me be stressed out. They've heard me say, I just, I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. What you going to do? I don't know. Yeah. I never pretend that I have all the answers. Mm. But I know if I just keep waking up, I'm going to have another day, Mm -hmm. another opportunity to figure it out, to find Mm. the answer. And we do have to, we have to search for the answers. Mm -hmm. They're not going to always hit us in the face. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you want to be your best self, if you want to rise above and get to that level, you have to keep seeking for the truth for you in whatever situation and phase that you're in. Mm -hmm. And so I, while we're doing the show, sometimes I was going, ooh, people are going to think we're really nasty. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I mean, why can't yeah. I be a woman of God and sexy and have a healthy sex life as my husband raises his hand at the other end of the table <laughs> and be an example? I yeah. don't want mm-hmm. my daughter to have to look to other people who don't have the foundation of faith that I have yeah. for, you know, because girls start recognizing their sexy a lot earlier mm-hmm. than before. Especially you see now. it in their little selfies yeah. mm-hmm. and their lips and the stuff that they, the pictures, all the duck lips. Everybody want to be sexy. Well, and let the me tongue be is your, out. The tongue mm-hmm. is out. I, I tell Chris, put your tongue in your mouth. Yes. I don't want to see one more picture nowhere. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I'm if I can't, may I keep her? Yeah. I said, when a boy sees that, he goes, what can he put in there? Yeah. She mm-hmm. said, mom, why would you say that? But I said, because that's what they're thinking. Yep. Mm-hmm. You got big boobs and you got your mouth open. Mm-hmm. The boy's going, ooh. Mm-hmm. mom no they're not yes they yes. are yes. don't be deceived yeah. yeah you know so why not learn those lessons from your mama yeah. 
you know, it could be your friends, but then I got to go, who are your friends? Mm-hmm. And what is their mama teaching them? Mm-hmm. I'm very protective of my daughter. We also learned on the show that Krista had faced some colorism yeah. issues. Yeah. I just want to know what, what have you done since she revealed that? Um, felt, I think she had been called darky at school. Mm-hmm. What, what lessons? Cause I mean, you know, as a dark skinned woman, yes, we go through that. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, especially around that age, mm-hmm. she's like 13, 14, 14. Ooh, mm-hmm. girl. Yes. Um, how, how are you? helping her sort of um accept and love the person the skin that she's in well i have called on the village Mm -hmm. my aunt sisters cousins Mm -hmm. um i was like all right y'all i need some help yeah you know um what's her name danielle from orange Orange is the new black Mm -hmm. she sent a video to krista um, encouraging her i mean after that episode krista got phone calls from everybody from tasha cobbs Mm to i mean Kiki sheared mm-hmm. just a bunch of beautiful people. Yeah, a customs agent as really? we were leaving Mexico, he taking our passport and he goes, "Listen, little girl, I saw your, I saw you on the show. I want you to know that you're beautiful and your color mm-hmm. is beautiful." I said, "Krista, people love you, honey. You've got to love you." Mm-hmm. And so we're, you know, we're paying attention and talking and removing some things. Put mm-hmm. the phone down. Put the yeah. phone down. Put the phone down because you're comparing yourself too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Sit with mommy, sit with mm-hmm. your dad, you know, talk to your dad about boys. I can't talk to my, I said, he's a boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knows. Talk, don't, you can't talk to your girlfriend. <laughs> Reminder. He's a boy. Yeah. He gets it. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing. I said, I know it may be at first, but as you get used to it, he going to give you some tips and some clues mm-hmm. and you're going to recognize some stuff. Cause I remember when my dad did that for me. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're trying to be to her and for her trying mm-hmm. to build her up mm-hmm. you know as much as she can and sometimes I'll post videos that I know are amazing and I'll go look at all these likes mm-hmm. these are strangers that don't even know you look mm-hmm. these are strangers who are saying you're beautiful you're talented yeah you've got to know that because she'll say oh mom you're telling me because you're my mom you're supposed to say that yeah. daddy's supposed to tell me I'm pretty you're like no here's the proof yeah. here are the facts here's the proof I'm glad Listen. she said it though because yeah. some girls internalize, internalize it and yeah. the fact yeah. that she said it yeah. you know o- opened up all this dialogue around yeah. her her being you know colorism in our community yeah she also asked me about being compared to me i told her get over it Mm -hmm. you are gonna be compared to me yes me and your dad are great you gotta be great Mm -hmm. i can't let you be regular yeah i can't let you be ratchet Mm -hmm. i'm gonna let you walk your path and i know you're gonna hit some bruises and some walls and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff but with everything that's went in me and your dad we have to guide you that's my job you know and I want you to be great because I see the greatness in you. Mm-hmm. The Bible says train up a child in the way they should go. Mm-hmm. And when they're old, they will not depart. That means when they're young, they're going to act a fool. And they may say, I don't want your faith or I don't want your this. or I, They may do all of that. But if you put the right things in them, those seeds will grow. Mm-hmm. So we're just trying to be seed planters right now. Mm. I had a little moment with Jillian yesterday. I mean, kind of funny because she she's in musical theater on Saturdays mm-hmm. and she's like I don't want to go it takes too much of my time whatever I said is this the same girl that goes around house singing mm-hmm. you're always emoting and whatever I said so when you're accepting your Tony award I will get up and accept it for you <laughs> come on <laughs> come on and she goes oh fine fine and I was 
but uh, but to your but that was my thing was her i didn't articulate it like you did but i was like you're going to be great yes mm-hmm. i see it and i see a glimpse of it in yes. you and i'm gonna you're gonna do this yes mm-hmm. you we can be mad mm-hmm. but you're gonna go mm-hmm. my six-year-old flips around does the most amazing acrobatics she literally does push-ups on her hands she'll mm-hmm. put her body against the wall her shoulders are amazing mm-hmm. and she's six so i said all right Zay, it's, it's time to go to dance oh can i just play with my cousins i said don't you want to you said you told me you're a gymnast mm-hmm. she, what do you want to be oh i'm a gymnast she don't say i want to be mm-hmm. she says i am she says i am a gymnast mm-hmm. okay well listen let's keep you practicing miss gymnast I want to play with my cousins after you practice you're gonna play yeah. with your cousins you know it's our job as parents yeah we're crazy if we say well you know i just let them do what they want to do mm-hmm. they wouldn't even take baths yeah. if we didn't tell yeah. them <laughs> they wouldn't put lotion on or brush their teeth what do you mean let them do what they want to do <laughs> they would eat candy all day of course we have to teach and raise and guide you know i don't understand young mamas but even to the young mamas they need somebody to mother them. Yeah, yeah. You know, I do that, and I'm crazy. I'll yeah. be in the grocery store, <laughs> and if I see a little girl cussing out her mom, and the mom goes, "Why are you talking to me like that?" Uh, uh-uh. uh. I'll be like, "Don't talk to your mother mm-hmm. like that." Yeah. And I go, "Don't let her talk to you like that." And I'll yeah. say it kind yeah. and as loving as I can. Don't let her talk to you like yeah. that. Mm-mm. Yeah, because she has to learn to respect you and her teacher and her boss and her coaches and in life. So yes. if they don't learn it with you. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. you have disrespectful teenagers and mm-hmm. then adults who never learn to even communicate or listen. Mm-hmm. We got to teach our kids to yeah. listen. And we need the village. I like how you and your family, you yeah. keep the village mentality because what Corey and I talk about a lot here on the East Coast is like a lot of us are raising our children as like the nuclear family is raising the children. Mm-hmm. And it's like you need the aunts and the uncles mm-hmm. and the, the play aunts, yes. you know, the play auntie, play uncle, mm-hmm. you know, yep. it's just too many of us are doing it, trying to do it on our own and so we yeah. have to create the village yeah. you know yeah yeah and there's I, different I, lessons you can learn from different yeah. people in your family but yeah. go ahead I'm sorry no I was I'm just agreeing mm-hmm. you know I, I believe in the village mm-hmm. I was raised by a village it was called we didn't call it a village it was just church family yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but they lived next door and you know they saw me and if I was going to somebody's house I wasn't supposed to I would hear them out their front door do your mama know you're going down there <laughs> no sister Johnson and I rolled my eyes you know what I'm saying? But they were watching. Yeah. They were watching. Yeah. You know, if a little boy's trying to take you behind the church, what y'all doing back there? Nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, little mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Kids are kids. Mm-hmm. You have to have people with I I don't understand these people. Don't don't say nothing to my kids. Listen, if you my better kid say something. In the bathroom at the church with the water on, tearing up stuff, somebody <laughs> bring her something. back in church and tell her quit acting crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, we need each other. Yeah. We really, really do. Mm-hmm. Ooh, amen it is okay I love it. before we wrap up i want to know all about all of my life because i understand this is someone's debut <laughs> yes as a singer as a singer they want to ask how long i'll be here i say forever let's just be clear i'm gonna be loving you i'll be loving you everybody that's up in here Though your blessing so was clear, I'ma be loving you. I'll be loving you. So initially, my husband was just doing the demo because we wrote the song with LaShawn Daniels. Mm-hmm. And um, he was he said he was a placeholder. But when LaShawn heard it, he was like, yo, you need to stay on the song. And I was like, yes, babe, let's do a duet, a song together. He was like, nah, that's corny. And I was like, it's not. 
I was like, people see us in our relationship. And yes, we're talking about I'll be loving God all of my life, but I'm going to be loving you all of my life for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. Yeah. You know, and everybody is looking for some glimpse of what love looks like. You know, we've seen the bad examples. And if we can shine a little bit in that area, he's like, all right. And so the first time we performed it was the Exodus Festival. He didn't initially plan. He, I knew he was going, but I was like, please. I was literally begging him <laughs> to perform. And so it went over so, it was so free-flowing and so mm. easy and so cute and mm. sexy and mm. godly all at the same time. You should see and the so, smile on her face. Okay, let me calm down for a <laughs> Hey, boo. Hey. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun, but a lot of challenges in working together because he's no joke as a producer, but I wouldn't be where I am today if he didn't push and challenge and go nah you sang that before that's too flat nah that's that's not hot nah don't wear that that look crazy nah Mm -hmm. if if i didn't have that we wouldn't be where we are now so i'm i'm honored i'm honored that we get to do this song together i love it tell us about you know a praying family yes um how do you in the home Uh keep you know uh faith and spirituality how do you to um you know practice that every day with the children and just your whole family yeah i tell my kids of their power in christ I tell them that the moment that you say Christ live inside, him living inside means his power is inside of you. You don't have to be scared of monsters in your closet. You don't have to be scared of mean people at your school. There's a light shining in you and on you, you know. So I tell them to say, I can do all things through Christ. Mm-hmm. Greater is he that is in me that is he that, than he that's in the world. I grew up with my mom saying, protected from all hurt, harm, and danger every day of my life. I heard that all the time. So I always felt safe Mm -hmm. even though we lived in the hood you know rough neighbor I always felt protected a little insanity because we didn't always lock our doors growing up I don't know why we thought we could live (laughs) you know yes child God protects babies and fools (laughs) listen guess which category we fell under but somehow I always felt safe that what I didn't I wasn't raised in a fearful survival mode protect you from somebody getting you type mm-hmm. of life. It was always, how can we help people? So my parents were always taking in people and loving on people. So that's what I try to tell my kids. We are, we are lights. We help people. And when we pour out on behalf of the better good of people, of course, God is going to fill us. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's going to give us everything you already have. You're already equipped, equipped with the greatness that you need. You just have to develop it. It mm-hmm. has to grow. So I tell my my son has these affirmations that my Husband makes him say on a regular basis, I'm a black man. I'm a Campbell man. I'm a loving man. I'm a godly man. I'm a Holy Ghost filled man. Mm-hmm. You know, he even talks to him about what kind of husband he's going to be. Now, of course, my my son goes, oh, dad. you know, he doesn't really like that part. Um, but we're we're training them to be yeah. great. We're we're speaking that over mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. in the house. I don't call my kids stupid. I don't holler shut yeah. up and you know what I mean get get your dumps I don't do that mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. my kids me and my husband don't even I don't even say shut up stupid to my husband we don't yeah. and the first time I did he was like oh no we can't mm-hmm. do that we can't do that babe mm-hmm. we can't talk to each other like that that don't feel good you know mm-hmm. and I grew up in a very sarcastic condescending kind of home so mm-hmm. a very tough very yeah I can take your insults mm-hmm. and laugh it mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. but my husband was like, I don't, I don't like how that feels. You know, mm-hmm. I want to teach our kids in another way. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of gifted in the area of sarcasm. So I'm working mm-hmm. on that. Pray for me, husband. 
Um, but I'm teaching my kids to be resilient. I do tell them that everybody won't like you. Mm-hmm. I do tell them everybody's not your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be smart, be wise, you know. But even if you do, like, fall in love with somebody and then they turn out not to be what you thought they were, just, you know, just strike it. Okay, I was wrong about that one. Keep it moving and make a new friend. Yes. Don't say, oh, I'm never going to make friends again or I'm never going to have this again. Krista got a little heartbreak. No one's ever going to like me again. I said, okay, you watch too much TV. That's too dramatic. <laughs> Of course, somebody's going to like you again. You're beautiful and you're my child. Somebody's going to like you, period, because you're amazing. You're a good conversationalist. You're fun. Yeah. You're friendly. You know, it just feels like that now. We're going to let you have your heartbreak, but you're not. We, we won't be crying about this for four, five months. Mm-hmm. You can't be sad that long. We don't give boys that much energy, yeah. especially if they chose to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Be well over there, and I'm yeah. moving on. So I love it. I try to love teach it. them to be strong. Now, Zaya, my youngest, I think she... <laughs> she don't like to share she like her own stuff she's just she's special she's gonna be somebody's leader boss executive something because she's very sure about she's clear she's clear about what she wants and what she does not want so we have to teach her that she's not the boss this is not your house did you buy tissue did you buy toothpaste the blankets did you pay for the gas in the car then you're not the boss so we have to do that with her sometimes Bless her heart. But she's going to be CEO by 20. I I believe she will. I think she has that potential for real. She's so clear on what she wants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's great. I'm very proud of that. You're great. I know. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. you. And all the anthems you've given us over the years. <laughs> You'll see me around the office. I'm always like, I love God. I love hey, God. What's, What's wrong, wrong with, with you? you? Listen. I, like I love him. I love him. <laughs> I love him. I love him. <laughs> and then God and me, I don't know how many times God and me saved me and a friend of mine we listen to this like when you're down and you say it's the god in me Mm -hmm. oh my god that song is just brilliant there's so many songs so many i remember opening uh, essence magazine some years ago and seeing the open article have a bit about god and me Mm -hmm. in there and it i was so encouraged mm-hmm. and I never would reply back or send e like if they say if you have a comment leave mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. I sent an email mm-hmm. and someone actually responded to me and I was like oh <laughs> this was like early so I was just so honored and so mm-hmm. thrilled you never know where the music is going but yeah. my prayer yeah. is that it always reaches its mark mm-hmm. that whatever I've sung or said that the message somehow hits a heart that mm-hmm. needs that message at that moment mm-hmm. and those things I'll never know I'll never know how many lives or how many people I'm just, I'm just very hopeful and optimistic that what I'm doing counts and matters for somebody somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's quite fulfilling. It does. It. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank, thank you. you, Erica. <laughs> I'm over here praise dancing in yes. my seat. I love y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Thank really. you. Thank you. Absolutely. Wait, Warren, you want to say goodbye? Oh, he over there listening to music. He over there producing. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for having us. God bless you. Good night. (laughs) Special thanks to our sponsor, Walmart, and our guest, Erica Campbell. If you enjoyed these conversations, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of Yes Girl. You can find these on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or anywhere you download your podcast. On Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us. Thanks to producer Tiffany Ashate. Audio engineer Aggie Ashagre, and music by Gold Standard Creative. We'll see you next week.